Assalamualaikum everyone, welcome to the Fair Dinkum podcast We've got another one for you This one's after Tarawih, late night recording What'd you say? We've got another one for you Yeah, another one, another one Um, Today, just past 15th day of Ramadan Wallah. 15? Astaghfirullah, I just made up that day We did pass it Yeah, we right. passed two right. week mark, that's yeah, fine yeah, We're on yeah, the 16th day No, no, we did, we started on a Tuesday yeah. Today's Wednesday Two weeks, yeah, 15th day Alhamdulillah Beautiful So 15th day of Ramadan And inshallah just By the time this gets released, it's the yeah. 20th day. And there'll be 10 days left. So <laughs> That's actually a good point. So Eid, yeah. Mubar- <laughs> Eid Mubarak if you're watching this. <laughs> but Wallah Ramadan went so quick, you yeah. know? And even last week's episode, like, just that consciousness, like, what if this is our last Ramadan? It's actually like, it's trying to make... It's making it. me want to make the most of it. Alhamdulillah. You know, which yeah. is good. But like, how have you guys been making the most of it? What have you been doing? Like, you just told me before you stopped reading The Alchemist. So what have you been since the last episode? So what do you wanna? What I was gonna you say doing? sorry to the author, personally. Would you do second. to the author? Sorry, brother. Come second, man. My religion comes first. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. Mashallah. Allah mubarak. Nah. Um. <laughs> recently, uh, I don't think I don't think I've been doing nothing too crazy. Like I think a lot of people nowadays are thinking, you know, you get into Ramadan, you gotta go into this rush. And a lot of the times, and I listen to something um from I think Noam Ali Khan who's talking about it. He, he was talking about Ramadan in general. He goes, he goes. I know that you can't really maximize the deen because you haven't been reading Quran for the longest time. Just try and bring into it this, like, this thought. And he, he was talking about how the way, um, just talk to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. He goes, but when you talk to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you have to receive as well. And the only way you receive is when you send a book down with His words. Mm. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala talks back to you. Do you know what I mean? So the, the way a conversation works, especially with someone that you love, it's usually two-way communication. So what we're doing is we're not allowing two-way communication if we block off the response. Because there's there's things in the Quran like, you know, and I don't even know if I said that correctly. But don't quote me, but Allah SWT responds to the one who, who calls upon him. And basically like, that is like anyone who's feeling in distress and whatever and they're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala please help me they read the Quran and they saw that verse in the Quran bang you hit them okay yeah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is literally telling me I'm there I'm listening so you're saying like in Ramadan you're trying to like pray more and read more Quran so well, talk to Allah more because that's when you talk obviously prayer and then read more like read his kitab see it's difficult to talk about it on this on this platform yeah. because I know there's a lot of people watching for, for our stand, there's a lot of people watching. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the difficult thing about talking about things like this is it kind of like flusters the intention, you know? Mm. Like a lot of the time I look at it and I'm like, oh, when I get home, I shouldn't have said that. Or I didn't really want to develop on I want to keep it between me and Allah SWT only mm. because of how much intentions waver. Yeah? So for me, I won't, I won't, I won't go into too much depth, but the, the, the main thing for me this Ramadan that I've been working on, without going too in-depth about what I'm doing, yeah. And like to like the specifics of what's yeah. going on, it's just basically creating a bond between me and Allah. Mm. Like that's like the main thing for me, you mm. know, making sure that He's my um He's like my first, like the first person, yeah. like the first one I go to, mm. and the first one I look for answers from, yeah. you know, for comfort and whatever. So priority. It's yeah. just like yeah. so, like relying more on Allah as well with your. Mm. Affairs or whatever's going on in your life. Yeah, bro. It's, it's like Prophet Yaqub, so how he goes like, I only complain to Allah. 
Mm. It's like a, a common thing we do is we complain to every single person but Allah. And we don't ask him for help, which like, why isn't it getting better? We just ask why, why, why? But it's like, how often do we wake up for tahajjud or make dua kind of mm. thing? For It's like, how bad do you want it? No one's got the answers. No one has the answers mm. for you. A lot of people can just give you a one-two line and then you can leave. But you don't really like recall what they said most of the time. Like it hits you on the moment, you know. But when you go looking for the answer yourself, mm. it sticks with you. Like mm. the not only the, 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 the quote or say, for example, the, the verse of the Quran that you find, but the actual lesson that you gathered from it, how it made you mm. feel when you like move away from the situation and you go into the situation again, you're kind of like, Oh, what did that guy tell me? Like, you don't remember what they said, but I went looking for this answer. I know mm. exactly where to find it. And then this helped me mm. when I was in this situation. A lot of the times, yeah, like that in itself is the most important thing for us as humans. The reminder benefits the believer and the reminder is there. It doesn't change, yeah. you know? It's always there. So, That's one big thing about Ramadan as well. The reminder is constantly there. Um, but in terms of like how Ramadan has been going for me, Bro, it's still chill. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That's that's the main thing. Well, I one thing as well is like, like I don't realize the blessings of one day until one day passes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you said, fifteen days before. I'm like, yo, fifteen. You know, what I mean? that's why I actually said it. I was like, fifteen. Yeah. It wasn't because like whether it was thirteen, fourteen, or sixteen. It was like, damn, fifteen days have passed away, and honestly, it's felt like two days. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like we recorded the other episode when we were speaking about Ramadan two days ago. But that was like a week ago, you know what I mean? And it just like like I said on the other episode, like Ramadan, just, I don't know. There's a lot of emphasis on time, like how m- am I making the most of my time and like blessing. That's why like the way that like I track my Ramadan is I like, compare it to like last year's Ramadan, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. And like because last year's Ramadan, I remember we were, sh- we were sitting with um we're having dinner with Sheikh Bilal, and then after we're talking about how like how the Ramadan during Corona affected all of us, mm. you know we're having dinner here, yeah. yeah? Was and it during Ramadan? Not just after. It was after Ramadan. Yeah. It was after Ramadan. But we were reflecting yeah, back yeah, on yeah. Ramadan. And okay. like I remember all of you guys saying, like, oh yeah, this was my best Ramadan. Mm. Yeah, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm I didn't agree with that. You know what I mean? I didn't voice my opinion as much, you know what I mean? Um why is that? I don't know, I felt disconnected from the convert or from the No 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 from Ram- I felt like my Ramadan was was disconnected based off of coronavirus. You know what I mean? And us being in lockdown and whatnot. I mean, and then now, when I reflect back on it this year, I don't realize how much time I had then compared to what I had yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like today, like getting up early. More time, more opportunities. More time, more opportunities. And I was much, much more focused. But because I set the standard so high on myself during lockdown, yeah, I got all this time. I can do all of this. I felt like I wasn't achieving much. much. You know what I mean? But when you compare what I was achieving mm. now to back then, it's just like, Hamda, you just got to take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like you've been given the ability to do this. And why not? I was reading something. That I was listening to something the other day, and there was this. Um, I don't know where I heard it from. Yeah, but it was like an Instagram post or whatever. It's like, oh, if the people of the grave were to be asked, um, if they were asked for one favor, one thing they wanted, like a, like a dua or something to be accepted, they'd ask for one day of Ramadan. I'm sitting there like on my phone on Instagram, like, yeah, shut the phone off, you know, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, you know Instagram can wait. Yeah, Instagram can wait. But yeah, it's it, it's different for everyone. So you still haven't like clocked the Ramadan yet, yeah? You still in? I still haven't, and I probably won't until the tenth mm. day. Yeah, it's and good. Yeah. That's and good though. You know what I mean? Because like I take it day by day mm. and I enjoy it. And as every day passes, I go, yo, like this is mm. this is nice. You know Especially I mean? the last ten days, like everyone kind of knows, like time's running out. This it finishes next week. Mm. You know, there's only a couple of days left. You're doing tajjo tarawih. You're making the most of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's it's a good thing because uh, another thing is you haven't burnt out. 
yeah. lot of people burn out and they're like, I've been to the mosque every day. I haven't missed a day. Uh, I want to have a day off or whatever. It's like the last 10 days is when you're supposed to go the hardest, you know, yeah. fin- like finish the race off, at like with all the energy, all your, your heart, your brain. Mm. Do you guys set goals for yourself at the start of the month? And like, do you track it as you go along? Astaghfirullah, I find it cringy. I didn't find do it cringy. I, I, haven't, I, I don't think I've ever done Ramadan mm-hmm. But you know when I did like the 40 day challenge yeah. I said to myself let me do it for Ramadan Then I'm like nah actually I won't Why? And then today I regretted it Because Wallah, I regret it too sorry. Yeah because like the, For example when we did the challenge I'm like one salah at the mosque And then it was a normal habit Now it's like I just say tarawih at the mosque and it's like, but if I had that challenge on every single day, I'd be going duhr at the mosque. I'd be going asr. I'd be going um, be fajr. Yourself, I'd be yeah. saying, let's go fajr. But how realistic is that with your schedule? But but fajr, it's half an hour after suhoor. I'm already up. I could push myself more. Like when I had to have goals, and I was like, okay, at least I know. Like I want to go to fajr at the mosque. I want to mm. do this. Like it is realistic. And also, even if it's unrealistic, you could say one day a week. But if you write it down, you know you want to achieve it. Yeah. If you don't even, if it's never been in front of you, like I don't even know if I want to do it. Yeah, I know. So, you mean so it's like now only I need to tarawih at the mosque. But it's like Ramadan, it's like twenty-seven times the reward, and you know, like why do you yeah. regret it though? Why do you regret it? Because like it would it would be nice if I started the month off with all with my mindset now. That's all it is. Like you know, yeah. so I could have like made the most of it. See how we said that one day. It's like I wish for the last fourteen days I went mosque more often. Because mm. see how you said like b- building a bond with Allah. Mm. It's you can build a bond with praying at home, and obviously it's like the Sunnah prayers is better to pray at home and stuff, but. I don't know, it's a different feeling praying in the mosque. Especially because last year we missed out. Even just praying sunnah in the mosque, you kind of like make it a little longer, make it a little sweeter. Oh, so you work off the vibe of tar- like, like tarawih not, not tarawih, not at all. Ramadan, you're seeing the brothers and not, stuff like that. Not even tarawih, because sometimes like my salat, my khushuas, like it can That's get normal, affected. Yeah, yeah. But even just going to the mosque and praying Isha or praying Dhuhr or praying Asr, it kind of encouraged me to pray sunnah after Maghrib. Or pray the sunnah yeah. after Dhuhr. Like our, and when I pray the sunnah, I don't just rush it because I'm not running somewhere else. Yeah. You're in the place to worship. But when I'm in my bedroom, I do it. Then I say, okay, let me go do my other stuff on the list. And you see yeah. a lot of things, a yeah. lot of distractions and quick, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Quick question to you boys. Do you guys, do you guys get motivated more to pray or do you feel like your khushu' is better in public or in private? Like at a, at a jama'ah prayer or like a, or like a, like a congregational prayer at the mosque or at home by yourself? I want to answer that question, yeah. Um, I feel my khushu is at its highest to a degree during certain salat. Yeah, like for example, we were speaking about the other day, like the, the, the night prayers, like your maghrib, your ishas, and your, like your fajrs technically. Mm-hmm. And that's only because, I don't know why, but like the Quran is being like recited outwardly. You know what I mean? So it's just like you can hear it more and then you're attentive and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes with the, like the other salat, like the duhur and the asr, like you're more within your thoughts and you, your thoughts can come to you and whatnot, like whispers and stuff. And that, that doesn't depend whether I'm in, what do you call it, jama'ah or yeah. like whether I'm in the masjid or not. You know what I mean? It's just whether something's being recited out loud. And I don't know what the reason for that is, but yeah, what are you guys? Oh, no, I know what you mean. Sometimes, sorry, brother. Yeah, no, I was going to say, um, for me, it's, I would have more khushu, like I usually have more khushu at the mosque because <laughs> I feel like going to the mosque is like, because if you're at home, you have more distractions. It's, I feel like for me, there's more things on my mind. So for example, if I'm praying, it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing straight after this prayer. But then if I'm at the mosque, it's like, you kind of have more time to finish that prayer and there's more time to go to that, uh, that next commitment, whatever it is. Like there's more time, bigger time period. Mm. So then you, you kind of like, there's, no, there's not as much of a rush. 
because at home, like, it's more obviously the mosque is your comfort comfort zone, but your house is just even more comfort zone where it's like there's more distractions, there's more things going on, mm. helping other people. It's the whole thing with the environment, you know, the topic habits. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? When you're creating an, a habit or whatnot, changing the environment mm. like makes a big difference. Like for me, like writing work, like like essays or stuff like that, I find it easiest to do at like at my desk at home or at a coffee shop. You know I mean, like with white noise, mm. you know what I mean? I can still write regardless of where I am, but in terms of like the efficiency and whatnot, it de- like depends on the environment. So the I get, I un- understand. The atomic habits you're speaking, like you, ha- you have habits in your environment. Mm-hmm. Like on your bed, you're not going to be as productive. No, you're not. But on your desk, you make that environment productive. But I think you're talking about the sincerity kind of point. And I remember one of the first things you told me was like, there's like Latrobe. I remember because I was paying sunnah like at the mosque <laughs> or something. President but days? Allah alam. Okay. Um, but one of the first <laughs> things you told me is whatever you do in public that other people see, you should do the same in private. That's what you told me. I don't know if it was like a advice for the time, but Allah alam, I still remember that. I was, you know, always I'm always conscious of that. And I was listening to a sincerity podcast mm. recently, so I'd say a couple things. But last time we spoke about it, and I think we we're saying that Hamza Yusuf was saying like, even if you your intention's insincere or your intention wavers, it's still better to do the deed than leave it. Wrestle with the intention. Yes. Rather than, uh, and yeah. Imam Ahmed got asked this. He goes, why is it that my, my salat is better when I'm in public? And then like, you know, when I'm at the mosque, you know, and this, this is a normal thing because sometimes you have more khushu because someone's watching, like, let me stand up a little straighter yeah. or something like that. And it's a normal thing, you know, it's a, the heart of the believer moves up and down, you know. But he said, you don't do, you do your salat, your khushu, changes with the people not for the people mm-hmm. and that's what he said mm. obviously you might think sometimes but it's like ali said the environment so he's with the people mm. but he's not he's not thinking the guy on my right the entire salat is watching me yeah, yeah. people aren't watching you when mm. you pay maybe people look at you for a couple of seconds yeah but that's imam ahmed's advice and it's one of those things like even if sincerity goes astray it's something where we're going to tackle you know mm. yeah. and even i remember one one of the salaf said all the good deeds I do in public, I don't even count as good deeds. I only count what I do in private. Mm. And if on the if on the day of judgment Allah accepts the one I do in, pub, in public, alhamdulillah. But I mm. know in private is the only ones I count. It's like imagine mm. if we did that. It's like Muhammad Ali, I don't count the push-ups until they hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. And I know for me, for sincerity, like there's le- there's time where my khushu is better. Like if I have in it, if it's right before I sleep, I know my khushu, I'm tired. Mm. Like astaghfirullah, but you might not want to prolong your salat. But that's uh, part of being a human. Human, yeah. yeah, you're only human. But I know when I'm like, so when I read like a longer surah, or when I'm practicing a surah, I kind of my khushu gets a little better. Or when I like, the Dawah man's got a very interesting lecture, like pray like you've never prayed before. It's mm. one of his first ones, like seven years ago. Mm. I watched it. It was actually funny, like forty minutes. Yeah, early? No, no, no. This oh. back in the days. <laughs> yeah, early days. It's actually, very interesting. It. But he always <laughs> talks. He always talks about like meeting Allah. See, you said your bond. Mm. It's like if Allah was actually in front of you, what well, would you come like this? No, you might wear like a very nice... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You put atar, you put a kufi on. Mm. You try to be the most presentable, you know? Like, if someone if someone's presentable is coming yeah. in the room, you're going to be at your best. So 100%. these kind of things improve my khushur. And mm. that's why like going to the mosque, I might be wearing a third, wearing a kufi, taking atar, using miswak. And it's like, the environment is to pray. Mm. But here, 
I'm like, oh, I got soccer training, and then after leaving seven minutes, so let me play Maghrib. Play in front of the TV, or you pay. Yeah, it's all, it's all kind of rushed. On a dirty floor. So sincerity is a difficult thing. And but another thing is, like another distraction is reciting the same sort as you do all the time. Yeah. Like the quick ones. Like you might be going to a soccer match. Yeah, I I got that under the bag. Mm. That sounds like a Twitter post. Huh? That sounds like a Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole thing of Asad and time and that. Yeah, I don't even care about it. <laughs> but do you get what I mean? And that's yeah. one way where, you know how you said in terms of like, like, Act as if like today is your last prayer, or this is going to be the last mm. prayer. That's what a lot of the imams say. Oh, just yeah, add yeah, your, yeah. your starting right before the salat, yeah. right before the salat. You know what I mean? Pretend and like Malik al Mouds behind you. Yeah, pretend yeah. like Malik al Mouds behind you, and also like even with like Quran, like read a surah that you've practiced. You know what I mean? Because first mm. of all, you're going to be more like energized or like more motivated to go practice something outside of the salat. And also when you get into salat, you try not to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Because mm. you're actually focusing on what verses you're reciting. You but know what I mean? And that makes a big impact it, as it's well. It's crazy how like. Sincerity, you're conscious of it though too, you know. Mm. Like when you give, when you pray, or when you do something, like you actually. Why did you ask the question? Like, you know, what came to your mind? I don't know. I was just thinking about my own stuff, man. Like, when it comes to like, um, like just being a human in general, when you hear that people share like common, not common, or they sh- like we share problems mm. or we share issues, and there's like that element of relatability. You can see how much. This isn't just specifically how bad mm. you are. It's just basically part of the human dynamic, you know. Um, a lot of the times, whenever we see something is normal or it's a part of the human struggle, like for example, a common thing is like when a sin repeats on someone's mind, yeah? Um, a lot of the times, like I would I'd be praying, even when I'm praying, or even in Ramadan and the shaitan's not around, yeah? Like he's not doing waswasa. And you're like, okay, so why am I still thinking about a bad deed that I've done if the shaitan's not at play here? Mm. You know what I mean? And then I sit down and then I go, it's probably a part of the human the human thing, you know? Like a lot of the times I wanted to ask shiuch or a psychologist or something like, what is it? Is it normal for a person to remember a sin? Because like, for example, I don't know, that bag is orange and then... I was in mm. a place that had an orange wall and I'd so reminds you wrong. of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Even, like if it, even if it's something you're like you've asked for forgiveness and exactly. it's still on your mind. But I've had that before as well. And it still comes back. You're thinking that... Is the like, <laughs> sometimes there's a reason why you remember it. Mm. Sometimes it's like, was I forgiven for it? Triggers istighfar, yeah. It's just like, actually, i got to make more istighfar. Obviously, you should keep making istighfar. Yeah. It's not something you stop doing. But it's like, well, did I make enough tawbah? Was I sincere? kind of thing yeah. or did I go back to it like it's different because sometimes there might be like emotion connected to it yeah. but like for example for me um, Imam Al-Junaid says when you repent from a sin forget about it yeah so you don't hold on to it because it's going to pull you back yeah. Allah's the most merciful kind of have that like try to find like Allah's Rahmah so like oh, yeah. look for that so it's like repent obviously sincere tawbah follow the guidelines but then I look at it as like Forget about it and move on, because if not, it might hold me back. Don't get me wrong. Like when, whenever I've like, like it hits, yeah, the thought hits. The thing that frustrates me isn't the, th- the 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 aftermath, like because I'm sitting there and I'm dwelling on it for an hour, two hours, and I'm still disappointed, or I'm like, the the process probably lasts fifteen seconds. Oh. It's the actual idea of it reoccurring consistently, yeah, mm. on random times, you know. Like I'm in the middle of sujood, you know. Sometimes you close your eyes and you're in sujood. And then you just remember, think, bang, okay. Damn, can't believe I did yeah, that. Yeah, I'll go through that. that mean? Yeah. Huh? Does it put your whole salah off? It doesn't put the whole salah off, but it happens. And then you kind of like remember 10 seconds. You're like, okay, Allah SWT 
He says he forgives. You got to forget the sin. Say astaghfirullah. La ilaha illa subhanak inni kuntum adhalim. Move. It's just constant yeah. fighting. Yeah? Like fighting your thoughts. But the thing is, the, re- the fact that it reoccurs and it might yeah. be the same thing, you know? Mm. But it, that's the only thing that frustrated me. And then finding out that there's an element of relatability with other human beings. Like it's yeah. just not me or I'm not suffering from OCD or whatever mm. it is at this time. Yeah. It's just something that humans struggle with in general. And it's just, you, you tell yourself, okay, it's an ongoing battle until you die. But there obviously some sort of wisdom behind it because Allah mm. Subhanahu wa Taala wouldn't let things happen mm. yeah. unless there was a reason, you know. Yeah. Mm. So the the reason why I asked kind of a massive tangent to bring it back to what I was saying, but the reason why I was asking about like sincerity is because I wanted to see if there's an element of relate relatability to my own situation, mm. you know. Mm. And a lot of the times talking about it just you know it helps. It kind of helps yeah. because like to be honest, I go through that as well. Like it's just so random as well. Like you close your eyes for two seconds. And then it just comes back. It's like, why is it even there? I swear I've been asking for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But one thing I heard that kind of put it in perspective and like have hope for Allah's mercy was I seen from Sheikh Yahya Ibrahim. I'll just get it up. He said yes, that Sheikh. He said that there's a hundred <laughs> levels of shades of Allah's mercy, but only like one of them is dis- have been been displayed on this earth, like in creation of God. Mm-hmm. And that's like from. You know, a mother's mercy towards their child or between Muslims to each other. Mm. And the nine, nine other levels are like retained within. Allahu Alam, maybe on day judgment, I don't know. Mm. But like that just puts in perspective like how he's, he's th- how th- merciful mercy he is. waiting for us. Yeah, subhanAllah. So it's like that kind of gives you hope. So you kind of think like if it keeps coming to your mind in prayer, mm. in you, have to, you have to just keep asking for forgiveness, even though it's something that happened two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And even the khushu thing, like we all go through it. I know that for sure. Like sometimes tarawih, it's a long, it's a long tarawih, and my mind goes, and I'm like, why? You know, and I have the thing like even today, I was like, no, what if this is my last tarawih? I'm trying to focus, <laughs> and then I go straight, and it's like, no, nah, come back, and it's a normal thing. It's a very, very right. normal thing. You know, I don't want to go too deen related like on this, but there's yeah. a story I got. I'll tell you guys later about. Very interesting. Mm. One thing you even know? happened to me for like for sure today. Oh, mashallah, like the guy next to me, older brother, may Allah bless him. <laughs> um, like he's one of those guys he's, Like you can see He's like very into his prayer Like, uh, <laughs> like he's like Doing things very slowly And he goes You're playing Chinese whispers And then bro Like at the start Like it, it's always used to bother me mm. But then I'm like Look I'm gonna start making dua for this guy And see what happens Bro After I did that Like the next record I can't, I forgot about it I couldn't even hear it He heard your dua bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And he started saying it like, I'll make this guy stop turns around It's just <laughs> like I think that's one, I think that's one of the things you, how you can battle your thoughts. Just making dua, like for example, mm. for that guy mm. or yourself. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. it's constant battle. It's every day. I hate the burpees at the masjid. Wallah. Yeah, Ramadan. Those, those those lads put my khushu off, man. You know what it is because mm. when <laughs> not to get too explicit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But when they burp, cause you can tell what they had as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know you had a fluff just before you came here. You know, Extra tahini, <laughs> fresh. <laughs> but they're bad ones, and I can't like when I tell you like I actually cannot focus. Yeah, like it puts me off to the point. Yeah, I'm thinking about like like a two rakah salat becomes ten minutes for some reason because I'm thinking, bro, let me get away from this guy. Mm. You know what I mean, it sounds a bit dramatic or whatnot. You know what I mean? But it's like it's it's that. But that's it's why I have a negative you. association with burping. Do you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. my <laughs> my vested experiences have been wrecked. <laughs> do you know? What I mean? so but I want to bring it back to one thing. Sue said, "Yeah, why do you find it cringe setting goals prior to Ramadan? Because I actually think it's um a good thing." Oh no! What's this guy going? Come back! I know you're a goal setter, <laughs> man. 
the reason I was finding cringe. cringe yeah. You know how the way there's just things that you can gravitate towards and there's things you just can never do it. Mm-hmm. Like me, like I'm not saying that goal setting doesn't work. I honestly believe it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like negate what everyone else does, but yeah. and this might just me speaking out of ignorance as well, but for me, when it comes to like planning something and then ticking off a checklist, it seems less organic. Seems like a little bit more forced rather than something that I I done out of my own will. Yeah, yeah. Or like because I wanted to, you know what I mean? Like although although there's there's elements of like sincerity in, for example, um yeah, praying all my prayers on time or because I'm not gonna say that I've never ever planned, mm. yeah. But I just I feel like the things that I I I kind of not spontaneously come across or feel. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like there's a greater connection for me mm. whenever I do something out of my own will rather than because I had a checklist to do it. So you so you like the vibes of Ramadan, basically. Like you just go with how ev- like with what time presents. Basically. I'm awake a lot of the time. That's the problem, yeah? Okay. The problem is when I'm awake a lot of the time, <laughs> it, it takes me longer to gra- grasp what I'm thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get to sit down in the situation yeah. and I get to and I get to just kind of like you know let it come to me you know and like mm. just feel like feel the vibe or whatever it is mm. it's it, it has a lasting impression on me but when it's something where i'm like okay yeah i smashed out all my sunnas now i'm gonna go and do my my um my witter prayer when i'm done with the witter i'm gonna go read 30 minutes of the quran when 30 minutes of the quran is done i'm gonna move on to reading quran before i go to sleep and i'll do wudu. and then when i'm asleep Bro, I'm, my mind's going like a million miles per hour because then I've got a checklist for tomorrow. Yeah. It's a never-ending process like to improve in that as well, to do more every day. You know what I mean? And yeah. then like, I'm thinking about tomorrow's checklist. Oh yeah, when I get up, I can fucking smash this thing out 30 minutes in the morning. And I won't rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just the type of guy. So it's a personal thing. Yeah, it's yeah. your personality. Yeah. So you don't have like yeah. a negative association to it though, like with other it's people doing it. I, bro, I've tried... No, I don't, I don't yeah. really. Like, I'm not looking at somebody else and saying, "Oh yeah." No, because I'm. I, when you said cringe, I find it cringe when. Ali's stomach just joined the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a negative association when, like, it's publicly idolized. You know what I mean? Because that's when I find it cringe. Like, for example, at the start of Ramadan, Instagram becomes like a day before. To, to an extent, it might be a good thing, but like Instagram becomes this page where everyone just says, "Hey, I'm gonna do this, do this, do this publicly." Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, that should be just between you yeah. and. But it's it's obviously Allah, everyone's yeah. different, and it's like yeah, hundred percent. Some people some people thrive off that. So, like obviously their personality. Yeah. I know like a lot of people like they say, "I'm gonna do this challenge," and they like to do like say what they're gonna do before they even do it. Mm-hmm. You know that's how they get motivated. Like Obviously, I said, that's my negative yeah. association. But the act itself of goal setting and checklist and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I think it's one of the best things. Yeah. And I only realized that when, like, I guess my life got a bit more busy and I started to become more forgetful. I got a book for him for that. What? Don't he will read one page and he'll be like, "I was wrong." About uh, which was about, about, about priorities and time management and yeah, the yeah, importance yeah. of it. How about destructive productivity? Imam Ghazali doesn't talk about that. Who's Imam Ghazali, bro? Talk about Jordan and Peterson. And, and even Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Yeah. As a Muslim, I d- yeah, <laughs> it's a different you, you thing. You disagree with it? Well, we'll talk. We'll get, we'll get a sheikh and then we'll talk about that. You know, obviously. What's your opinion, though? What's your opinion? L- life should be balanced. Okay. You know, you talk. We hear the stories of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He wasn't every single day like 
he didn't have a checklist. He'd enjoy himself. He'd play with Hassan and Hussein, the stories. He'd hang out with, like, play with um, his wives, you know. He would play with his friends. He'd go on trips and do whatever. Like, no, he, the, the he had a balance where it wasn't, like, us idea of productivity is reading Quran and then going to the mosque and then doing this three-hour halakha. Yeah. He didn't have that life. It was a well-balanced, well-rounded kind of but thing. But the Rasul, yeah, yeah. Sallallahu is the Rasul. Huh? But he's the person we're supposed to emulate. No, but the thing is with that is the fact that we try to strive to be like him. And if we don't have, like, kind of like an... An idea of what he did, we didn't have like guidelines to what he mm. did, which is probably what a checklist looks like. Yeah, you know what I mean. But my then checklist that I'm talking about isn't about productivity though. It's more about getting things sort of done. If that oh, makes well sense, you know what I mean. Done. Like I become so forgetful. Like we might have to plan for an episode, and I forget about that. Mm. You know what I mean, I'm not going to feel any more better if I do or don't. Mm. Well, I probably will, yeah. But it won't be a good thing if I don't plan for it. And because I might have other things to do, and that's the thing with Ramadan, because you tend to become a bit more busy during Ramadan. You know what I mean? Like time becomes, mm. I don't know, I keep bringing back but time and all that kind of stuff. Like we're doing a podcast at 11 o'clock. As a talib al-ilm, as a student of knowledge, the only mindset you should have is making the most of your time. Hence, yeah. And yeah. as a, like as a student of knowledge, they say, it's not even having free time. It's like everything you do is around the ilm. When you, when you eat, read a book. When you go into the shops, listen to a podcast. When you're in bed right before you sleep, like learn something else, do maraja. When you go to the mosque, every single thing you do, I- when you even when you're in the shower, when you're getting changed, be listening to a podcast. You remember last time you were saying? Which one? What did I say? Um, I don't know. You gave me a podcast and like I listened to this in the shower. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. Like, I sound like yeah, a weirdo. But it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like everything you're supposed to. D- if you if you count yourself as a student of knowledge, this is not for everyone. Not everyone's yeah. a student of knowledge, but yeah. those people, it's like you're supposed to be as productive as possible, you know, and that's your goal. Mm. But if you you know like just in you know studying when you can and obviously you're working it's a different life mm-hmm. your goal isn't supposed to be productive 24 hours of the day because that's detrimental to most people yeah you know it's like sure. what athletes do the man of work lebron james puts in his body i wouldn't be able to do that mm. he's doing th- he's doing it he'll go deep tissue massage oh, then he'll go 300 uh negative 300 degrees into a f- like for Bro, recovery just and eat this specific meal and then sleep but he's, he goes his wife hates that he sleeps at 7pm to get 12 Bro, hours if yeah. you get paid what LeBron gets paid you'll do it in Bro, you see what he was doing the he other day he made, yeah. he, made, he, made, he made that his lifestyle I know, and NBA players they can make it their lifestyle they didn't do you remember the Kobe story that Ali gave Kobe so when Kobe was 16 he was he was, you know they do like they do regions here in Melbourne mm-hmm. like the south north so he got picked for his region Okay, under 16s. Yeah. Him, Tracy McGrady. No, who was it? Who who told the story? Stephen Jackson told the story on his episode. But him, yeah, Stephen ja- someone. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. And I talk, t- tell him the story. Him at 16, he got he got picked for the team. Okay, 16 year olds. They all go to another s- city. Imagine you, like in America, you're from LA and you go to uh, another city. Just Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, you go to Brooklyn and you're gonna enjoy yourself. Yeah, 16. All of them can. They know someone who can get themselves into a club. Every single person's like, I want to get myself, I want to go into the club. The 16, they're in another city, they can go underage. He, he goes, no, Saturday night, I need to watch film and get my knees iced. So he, got, he went, trained, they all went clubbing, he trained, knees iced, film, slept at 8 p.m., woke up at 3 and did training at 16. Mm-hmm. That's his mindset. Every other person is like, you're crazy. But that's why he made it to that top level. Mm-hmm. And it's the sacrifices that he's supposed to do. LeBron, even if LeBron wasn't getting paid that much, he'd do it. Now LeBron the other day LeBron would do the exact injured. same thing You know thing. how he had his ankle injury Mm-mm. The guy sitting on the Just he's yeah, yeah. Balancing his ankles See I was like it's, wow it's, Honestly money you know money These guys It's their mindset The same as a student of knowledge You'd mm. hear about people Who were, had zero dollars 
But they were studying 16 hours a day, memorizing the Quran eight, nine hours a day. It's it's all it's about your mindset. Comes yeah. down to your purpose. Yeah. Your purpose. Yeah. Like they, 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 when they were young, they knew that or they thought to themselves, let's see, I wanted yeah. to be the greatest basketballer of all time. Yeah. Or there's people who wake up and they're like, okay, now I'm going to dedicate my life to Deen, you know? Mm. I just want to seek knowledge for the rest of my life, which is probably the most ideal thing you want to do if you wanted to, if you wanted to obviously raise, what are they called? Yeah, your rank, like your level. You have to, mm. you have to. Yeah. At the start of, um, what was Ghazali's book, the one that I was telling us, reading the orange one? Yeah, you read what book of knowledge? The first yeah, one? bro, the first page straight away. He talks about the importance of seeking knowledge, yeah. man. Off the, off the bat, he, he's like, um, he's like, um, the, the thing is, the reason why knowledge is so important is because it gets rid of ignorance. Yeah, 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 and for sure. For the, sure. When you get rid of ignorance, you can't, you kind of can't get away from how do, how do, accountability. Yeah, it's it's true. It's like, for example, with fiqh. When you know if something, for example, as a like, uh, uh, I don't want to go into too much fiqh, but that when you know something, like if your wudu is right, if you, this is wrong, this breaks your wudu, you're accountable. It's like witr, for example, for me, mm. like it's it's wajib for Hanafi to pray witr, mm. so I'm accountable. You guys can just pray isha, then go to sleep. I'm like, no, I have to, but it's only because I know the fiqh. Yeah. So knowledge, kind of like, it takes away. You have to be accountable. Yeah. You know, it takes away ignorance and then accountability. But then it also. It gives you the good deeds for that action. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because um, if you're doing something unknowingly, you might get the rewards or the just desserts for this world, but you didn't know you were doing it for Allah SWT's yeah. sake. So you might not get the rewards in the hereafter. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there's. Yeah, so it's kind of like yeah. efficiency in what you do, you know? Mm. You kind of get the full this world and next world. Did you start that book? I've. Not in Ramadan, but uh, I started it like I uh, started a bit of Alhamdulillah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 both orange books. Well, I have loves orange books. He'll finish all of them. He'll finish Imam Ghazali's 40 books. He'll say, I still haven't read a book. If only a topic was orange, though. So what else have you, Ali, you've been watching some videos in Ramadan? Yes, I've been listening. I'm not sure if people have heard, but there's a series called Meeting Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. By Omar Suleiman in Yaqeen Institute, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so like there's only about 12 epi- episodes, I think. I think there's one episode a day. I've only watched a few, I'm still catching up, but it's pretty interesting because the first, obviously there's a trailer of the series, how like what he's going to talk about, you know. And also, so the first episode was interviewing people from different ages, different cultures, asking him like, so how was your first time in Medina? Like for people that have went, Mm. Or like, what do you think of Medina? Mm. Um, what do you think of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Do you know who he is? How would you, how would you be if he was like in your presence or? And he also he asked her like a profound question. He said, "What would you say to Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam if he knocked on your door and wanted to come in? And like like and when you opened it, he gave salams to you. So this is Rasulullah. He has more beautiful face than the full moon. Mm. He's always smiling, and it's just like he also. Like Prophet Muhammad makes everyone feel beloved to him. Like I think I heard a narration, don't quote me on this one, but then people in the village, like even like the worst of people, like with like the actions and that, they felt like they were best friends with Rasulullah mm. because of the way he acted in his mannerism towards these people. Mm. So like I want to ask, what would you guys say? I know it's not easy to answer, but... <laughs> Should have let us prepare for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I was shocked, I was sh- I was shocked as well. Yeah. Um... But like, f- if you guys, 
can't think of one. I can just say, I was thinking like, if I was to inshallah, if we all get get to Jannah, if I was to meet him, honestly, I'd like give him a big hug. <laughs> He's just a beautiful man, mashallah. So, um, but then I was just like, I would firstly thank him. I was like, thank you for like setting these standards of like, you know, the characteristics and like mannerism to, to how a Muslim is, and like I wouldn't be here wasn't for you like the attributes that you told us to like you you set out for us mm-hmm. it's pretty surreal like yeah. i'm kind of lost for words as well i'm kind of just thinking on the even spot even to have shukr it's that's a that's a very good mindset because like we're supposed to emulate our lives after him like yeah. we have to be grateful you know i didn't even think of that so that's a yeah so we're meeting him here or in jannah <laughs> well inshallah in your dream possibly but yeah. you know it's a hypothetical question because if it's in Jannah, I won't ask him to make dua. I'm already there. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I, get, I get what you mean. Like in the time of the Prophet, everyone would ask for dua. I think I've had a, I'd have a story time. Yeah. Like just chill. Nah, but the first but thing... It depends. It depends. Yeah. If it's what? here, you ask him to make dua to Allah yeah. to give you I've Jannah. And you get there, accepted. If, no. if it's in Jannah, I'm just going to sit down for him. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm I'm where did Yastakadi make a mistake? So I can know more. I want to know more. I want to know everything. Done. <laughs> I'm not done like that. I'm just saying, like, there's so much depth that we're yeah. still missing out on. We're still you on the show, yes, yeah, yeah, that's the best, <laughs> most authentic thing to listen to. Mm. Highly recommend. But yeah, it's a beautiful series. Like, I'm st- still finding out like how his mannerism were to people. What were their answers? Like some of them, they didn't. Obviously, they're cutting through mm. different people in the footage. But then some people were just like, they were shocked first time hearing the question. Like, oh, I don't know what to mm. say. One person like was breaking down, like saying, "Shukr," and you know. Thank you, Rasulullah, for like guiding us and that. They're talking as if hypothetically mm. they make Jannah, inshallah. Yeah. No, seriously, I'm thinking about the question. I wouldn't ask one. I just want to have a chat yeah. about yeah. like certain like events. Like Do you know what events? You've listened to the whole sirah because like that's a big thing. Yeah. Sorry, you've listened to a sirah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things where like you might know mm. like which. I'd ask like certain like points in like the actual sirah that happened. Like for example, my favorite story of the sirah is like Hudaybiyah. Mm. Yeah, where there's a scene between the the people of Mecca, yeah, who are Muslims, yeah, but are Muslims in hiding, yeah, are coming to Rasulullah and the Sahaba at, at um, just a certain point because the sah- the Sahaba Rasulullah were planning to do Umrah, yeah, and then after they were making a treaty, and that's why it's called the Treaty of Hudaybiyah that period of time, um, and at one point, like the the, the people of Mecca, the Mushrikeen, yeah, were making the deal so hard. On Rasulullah Like it wasn't a fair treaty essentially mm. You know what I mean And one of the deals Was that anyone after this That accepts Islam Has to be turned back to Mecca Think about this yeah The only reason why they're coming out And doing hijrah Is to go seek safety You know what I mean It's like you being a refugee Yeah Going to another country And you're getting turned back You know what I mean And that was one of the deals of the treaty And Rasulullah signed it You know what I mean mm. Had to you know, there, there was a bigger message behind this You know what I mean came into place yeah. but think about this you know what i mean like you're in charge of all these people this guy or girl accepted islam because they had faith you know what i mean and how did it feel for you to say like yeah yeah that's a big task you know what mm. that's that's tawakkal on another level you know what i mean yeah. for you to say to the point where like i said it in the episode talking about the sahaba where umar started questioning it mm. you know what i mean like are we not going to win like and asking are we not on the right path are we not yeah. on the right path you know what i mean and there was like a series of questions i would have questioned them myself Mm. But like just that And then there's also like The, the, the battle of the Khandaq, um, Khandaq Where Rasulullah had stones tied to his stomach mm. You know what I mean Just to fight the hunger of the, the pangs of hunger mm. You know what I mean Just at certain moments Like how, how was it Like I'd, I just want a nice story time Have a coffee yeah. And And the thing is you can like 
because it's eternal, like you can book out like a years on years to like be with him. Mm. Have it just one on one session, Keep which going, is amazing. Yeah. Got the uh, Latrobe Library room. <laughs> you, the you can create that room if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bad room to it. create. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dead room. Horrible. If you want Latrobe agenda. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with the series, like it makes you reflect on your character as well, and how you speak to people, and like how you treat people, like giving people their full attention, actually like respecting them, like actually acknowledging them as well. Like there's one story I got up. Sorry, my memory's pretty bad. I've been writing a lot of things. It's good that you wrote them. You yeah. have a checklist as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one for you next. It's cringing. <laughs> so like for example, like you know like um it's. It's even got to do, like, it relates to even how the use of our phones, like, being, like, in social gatherings. Even me being in iftars, I've noticed this. Like, Rasulullah Sallallahu like, when he was with people, like, he had this beautiful ring, silver ring. And uh, he had, like, it's like, he had a ruby on it as well. as like, from Abyssinia, I'm not sh- too sure. And then one time he was wearing it, and he would look at, look at it a few times, like, during a conversation, speaking to one of the companions. And then he was actually disappointing himself that he was getting distracted by this ring. So then he eventually took off the ring and then said to the person, like, I was looking at this ring a few times, but I took it out of the way because it was distracting me from you. Like, this is just him wearing a ring. Imagine us using our phones, like, just getting distracted, like, how rude it could how rude it could look trying to speak to someone or in a gathering or in fa- with family. It just puts in perspective, mm. like... Add that. Yeah, subhanAllah, so yeah, yeah. But just a lot of things I've been, like, learning from the series, just... Reflecting on like my own character, little things to work on. Yeah, it's a beautiful series. There's still a lot to go, so inshallah, a lot to learn. Umar Sulaiman kills it with these series. Yeah, yeah mashallah. Series, 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 Um, like there was the angel one last yeah, year. That was an amazing. Yeah, I love that. Series. I think that single-handedly got me through like quarantine, Ramadan, lockdown. Allah loves. I haven't listened to that. That's now. very interesting. I haven't even caught up with this one here. Like yeah. now, I'm due to actually yeah. listen to. I, it, I right? can't do it now because I'm watching the Sira. Yeah. And Loyal. it's like you have to kind of mix and match. <laughs> yeah. I read that but the seed is interesting, bro, because like what Ali's saying about we're supposed to emulate our life like for because of this person. Mm. Every single thing they do, we're supposed to want to do. And like we're supposed to love them more than you love your kids, your parents, your grandparents, yourself. your siblings, yourself. Every single person in your life, you're supposed to love him more than, you know, like you'd want to, every single thing he does, you should want to do. And sure. it's like, how, like, for example, you say Hudaybiyah. I have no idea what year Hijrah that was. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the last year in Mecca or something, but I don't know. Like, I can't say with confidence. It's like, how can I say I love this person so much? And I don't know, how, like Mecca, for example, 13 years, Medina 10. You tell me what happened in year eight. I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know basic and even in-depth things of his life it's like i should know him more than i know i know my mom what she did in her 20s and 30s my dad it's like how do i not know rasulullah mm-hmm. that's yeah, so when that's you right. told me to watch yasir qadi it was like 105 episodes like this is too much that's a lot but yeah. then even him he said he's done it before he's done 40 50 like three four times he's tried Not and he same. hasn't completed it he goes i've done 40 episodes which is like a year of content and multiple mosques and, and stopped and he goes i would think why don't I cut it down more? But he goes, I have to give it a tuck yeah. and I love this person and I enjoy the process so much that I want to go in depth. Mm. And then as soon as you hear him talk and you pass like the first five episodes, you're like, I'm never going to stop. And I wish it was 150 episodes. Mm. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. we know people have yeah. listened to it. I've never met someone who said, yeah, I listened to the 130 hours, whatever, and I regret it. 
yeah. Oh, alhamdulillah, it's finished. Yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah. it's finished. It's like, I wish there was more. It's like, I'm I'm up to episode 15, mm. and it's still talking about like the prosecution, like yeah. when people were like, the torture that they were going through. Yeah. Mm. You know, like the first couple years, like the secret da'wah and stuff. It's like, it's so in-depth, but the amount of knowledge you learn, because sometimes we know we listen to a lecture, one hour on one topic. Mm. And because it's one hour, you forget about it. Mm. But when you go two, three, four, five on it, there's like, there's more to listen to, there's so you remember depth. more. Yeah. So it's like, okay, interesting. It's like, if someone goes to a story for five minutes, because it's only an hour, you forget about it. But when it's one hour on that topic, mm. you remember so much more and you kind of build a stronger relationship with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi And as well, with your identity as a Muslim. Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? Because a lot of us, like, are Muslim, alhamdulillah, because we're just born into the religion. Mm. But we still have to find Islam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our identity as, as like Islam. You know what I mean? And Islam, like as in, um, was sent through Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know what I mean? And how are you going to follow something you don't even know something about that person? Yeah. And that also starts like a chain reaction of other things, you know what I mean? Mm. Like the seerah didn't happen in one day. Mm. You know what I mean? Same as the Quran. The Quran wasn't revealed in one day. The Quran is revealed based off of the seerah, essentially. Mm. You know what I mean? Then you develop a relationship with mm. the Quran as you learn the seerah. You know what I mean? And then also from there, you get the khushu in salah. You know what I mean? Because mm. when you go to a fajr or a, I don't know, a maghrib or isha, you know what's being recited, you know? Like yeah. I was saying to you the other day, like there was a there was a certain story that was saying it's being said at tarawih. You know what I mean? And you can think back at the, at the seerah and go, oh, that was happening at that time. You know, in salah you're like, okay, I'm trying to make out the words, and you're just trying to, yeah. and it becomes more enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? And you start there's that process. There's depth to it, much more. Because like to also, uh, as you know, the, the sunnah, something like people say, what's the sunnah? It's optional, like or maybe how we dress. Hobbless? No, no, in <laughs> general. No, like, no, but people, you know yeah, people <laughs> link those terms together because it's like it's not obligatory, so it's optional. Yeah, yeah, what we wear, how we dress, what we do, you know, how we sleep or how we clean ourselves, how we eat. Yeah. Like, how often do we eat with our hands? Mm. It's like, you know, if the Prophet was then eating with your hands, there's no chance you're going to use a spoon or fork. But yeah. it's like those kind of things, like, we pick and choose the sunnah mm. that we mm. like and what's easy for us. It's like, if we love him, we'd want to be like him. Yeah. So that kind of thing, you know. And that's obviously to me first. And you guys should call me out on that, you know. For sure, yeah. for sure. That's where Hopeless's famous <laughs> video comes from. You They're know when he smacked the, 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 <laughs> the table? That's every episode. <laughs> That's true yeah. as well. And he asked the question, he goes, what's the sunnah? And he was waiting for like answers and some guy goes, oh, it's optional. You know, he goes, wallah, yeah. I love you, brother. Wallah, yeah. I love you, brother. <laughs> Because he's not wrong, yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's how the first thing that comes to our mind is it is optional. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Because um, you didn't like just talking about the seerah. Would you guys want to be alive at that time with Rasulullah if you could pick, or would you want to be? Obviously, Allah, there's wisdom behind why He made us alive now, 2021. But if you could like have a choice, would you want to be alive in that time or now? It's tough because like you're in the presence of Him, but then also there's so much trials. Mm. Like I feel like you can't you can't compare the trials, but they just seem like next level. Like you're gonna have to go to battle. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like that's the first thing <laughs> that came to mind. <laughs> like you actually have to fight, like for the sake of Allah. It's like yeah. you gotta have true, like, like sincerity. Yeah. Would you? I I'm I've been listening to like the torture. Bits. <laughs> Probably not. Like <laughs> yeah, it's I'm listening to what the torture was, <laughs> and like wrong time to ask about you. Abyssinia. Like them mm. th- going to Abyssinia is like Uthman, Abdurrahman ibn Auf. As Zubair, like three of the ten Pamish Jannah all went. Yeah. Wealthy Qurayshis, they all fled. And it's like, because it was so, like, the Prophet's <laughs> in front of you and you still leave the Prophet because of how tough the torture is. It's like, if they're leaving, <laughs> I don't think I can handle it, you know? What's yeah, funny? You guys are funny. Well, like, like, the first thing you guys thought of was, like, the, the prosecution, <laughs> like, the torture. <laughs> Killing. It shows the Iman, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
no, no, no. Each to their own, bro. Because yeah. oh, obviously it's time and place. It's a hard life. You know, you it just is. said about the rocks on the stomach of Rasulullah. Yeah. He's higher ranked than us, you know. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like, mm. I reckon if it was... I reckon in the Medina period... 100% like obviously I would want that because Islam's you know flourishing and it's the good stuff you know like you know obviously you can't pick and choose <laughs> but that I'd be 100% I'd pick it yeah, but yeah. then like it's one of those things like I don't know if I'd succeed in that test if I was there with the torture and someone came with the whip you wouldn't though <laughs> why call me out there's a reason why you're not there that's what I I'm know, trying to say basically. but after one whip it's like yeah. you know what I mean like I just I know my iman like it's it's I'm not yeah. at that status you know, I'm at that rank. Mm. So, like, obviously, the good times, I'd pick that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, t- it's a tough thing. It's and whoever question. says it, it's like, it's, you have to really know yourself if you can make this call. But I think anyone would say yes to that question. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like a redundant question, you know, stuff in yeah. the sense that, like, yeah. But it's like, could you live up to the, the expectations of doing yeah. all that? Can you take the good and the bad? Well, I think the good always the bad. Bro. Just being yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's you know what we're forgetting? What? You know that Rasul was a, he was a sign. He was one of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's like miracle, like he, he's a sign of mm-hmm. something, yeah. Yeah. So seeing him is believing, you know that. Yeah, that's true. The problem is when you see something, and then you choose to disbelieve after it. The punishment is way more severe. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. And and we know that wavering with our intentions now, we don't even have anything to work off besides the Quran and the Sunnah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that I don't want to do is make a statement like with my chest, yeah, hundred percent, I'll go there, bro. <laughs> I'll be with the Rasul, I'll just kick it with him every day. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, these guys are talking about the torture and all that. But besides that fact, you know, the um, Isa alayhi salam, when he was talking to his, his disciples. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? And then they go, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring down a, a, a table spread from, yeah. from Jannah. Mm. Just so we can, like, what was that thing? It was like Ibrahim. Like, just like, okay, sorry. Like, buddy. it was help strengthen my It's man. like, um... Yeah. There's something in us in yeah. our chest that we can't explain, even though we do believe in of like we, 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 we do believe. And then basically what happens is they go, Okay, we send down the table spread. But whoever eats from this and they choose to disbelieve, they're yeah. not coming back. Yeah. Mm. That's it, he's done for. Mm. Imagine you were with the Rasul the whole Sasa. time. And you were one of those people on that Manafiqun list. Yeah. That, that right there is something we don't understand. For us, we're his brothers, bro. Mm. We're, we're, Allah's, I'm sorry, we're, we're Rasul Sallallahu brothers. He said, you're my companions, they're my brothers. Mm. How amazing is that? Mm. we got a privilege in what we've got. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of the times we can always play with yeah. those. But, but it is still an interesting thing because like, when you learn about their life, that the lives are so different to us. It's still similar, 100%. but circumstances stuff. So it's interesting to kind of say like, even just think about, imagine if I was living at that time. Because mm. this is when the, the deen got revealed. This yeah. is when the deen was perfected. This is when the deen was thriving. You know, these are when like the greatest people in our deen were alive. So Pioneers, it's interesting bro. to kind of like, mm. have the perspective like, what if I was alive then? Yeah, and would I even want that? Yeah, sounds, it sounds random, but the food would be different too as well. And no, no, I'm seriously... <laughs> Like the dishes and stuff. Do you like know, that. it I won't be the same. They, they didn't eat what we eat. What like we, as, we, as, as <laughs> we <laughs> two months bro. bro. Coffee, another thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh no God. coffee. Do you know? Do you know Tough that the, the only the only bathroom that they had was outside of the city? When you said that to me last time, I found that like that was. Did explain you know? explain how you said it last time. By the way. So basically, because they didn't used to eat as much as we eat and yeah. didn't consume, and mm. they weren't and dates also. If you've had a lot of dates, you realize that 
it holds the stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of get constipated yeah. as well because the the dates they they hold up the food for you. Yeah. Yeah. So basically. So you feel full for longer, essentially. Not only full, but your your stomach doesn't require. I, I I feel like the energy is not wasted. Yeah. Because usually when you when you go to the toilet and you do a number one or number two, it's obviously to release toxins from the body. Yeah. 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 Or waste. Yeah. So there must be not a lot of waste. In dates, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, or like bad stuff. The energy Especially hasn't a couple used dates a day. You know what I mean. So for them, and they were living off of that. They were yeah. living off of dates and water. So then, like you were saying, and for them, like they would only go very rarely to the to, to the bathroom, and when they would go, they would have to because they'd have to go outside of the city mm. to, to 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 obviously use the bathroom. Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking, bro, I go like, fuck, I don't even know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Too much info. Yeah, yeah. But basically, like. Can you imagine the type of humans they were compared to us? Yeah, yeah for sure. Do you know what I mean? The walk itself to the toilet wouldn't <laughs> make it, cause it's yeah. <laughs> like think about it. Yeah, <laughs> just dig a hole in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just imagine you're holding it in and you got to do a long walk. Abdiwali's on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking like a penguin. Well, like, if that's what's necessary, then I'm gonna have to do that. Uh, if you could pick, would you have like a confident answer, like I, I'd want this this time now or hmm. back then or. Even in between, if I'll you take know. that time, one hundred percent. Not yeah. even, it's not even a question. Yeah. But the thing is, clearly, this time is for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna take it. It's like that thing because you j- even, even wanting to be there just to see Rasulullah Sallallahu is a good, like a very the best reason. Yeah. Just to see him, yeah, even for like you know. Mm. I know exactly. Yeah. What you mean. But for me, I don't know. I just don't like answering that question. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, like, no, look, to me, hypotheticals in your mind. No, no, no. It's not that. It's just I don't. I don't like questioning. It's like kind of like I feel like I'm questioning God's wisdom. Oh no, I, I I see it as like mm. just a. You know what I mean? But it's not like I'm conviction and I really want to no, no, be there. I, I just like I should have been there back yeah. then. Like that's my place. <laughs> Why did well, he there? Just a play around question, you know. No, 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 you know it's no, like if mean, the yeah. prophet walked in. It was one of those Sorry, like Salah It's not going to happen. Mm. But it's just a play around, you know. But it's 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 like the same thing about personalities and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I want Ramadan's been trending. I didn't get talked about. Yeah, Ramadan has been trending. Your boy Kyrie. Twitter, everything. <laughs> Khalid, bruv. We're going to address him by his actual name. Who's Kyrie? Did he actually change his name to Khalid? <laughs> no, he hasn't. I call him Khalid. His new pet name. Khalid Ibrahim. <laughs> yeah. He accepted Islam. Inshallah, man. What? Is it confirmed? That, that interview, are you calling call that interview as an acceptance See, of See, when I listened to the interview, I was like, where, in, where did he accept Islam? Same. But later on, he said, I'm joining my brothers and Muslim in this like faith or whatever. I don't want to yeah. quote him exactly. Mm. And not only that, I thought I was done on tripping and there'd be like 10 sources out there saying like, yo Kyrie, yo Kyrie, yo Kyrie. You know what I mean? So I'm like, why not? I mean, Khalid, Khalid, Khalid. Why not? You know what I mean? So that's pretty hectic. A I lot's been happening. I've never confirmed that. What I just want to, because like for me, until he says, I am I'm a Muslim. Muslim. It's like, for example, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. She used to wear the hijab and carry the Quran <laughs> and she used to talk about Islam, like the spirituality. Yeah. And she spoke about it so much. Everyone's like, is she Muslim? She is. She's wearing a scarf. She it's like you don't know until they say I am Muslim. Uh, there's no point of talking about the rumor and stuff. Mm. But Kyrie is like, did you, see, you saw the Stephen Jackson video, yeah? He's on the verge. You didn't watch it. Is that the one you sent to the group chat? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch it too? No, I never watched it. Okay, so you guys don't click what I said. Yeah? <laughs> 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 okay, Stephen Jackson's at a mosque yeah. and they ask him, Is Kyrie Muslim? What do he say? And he goes, Eight, nine players in the NBA are fasting and you don't even know about it. Because we know Jalen Brown, Kyrie. And he goes, I'm talking to Kyrie. And I'm telling him, just take the step. You're already there. You're already like, he's pretty much converted, like Steve Jackson said, like he's pretty much came to Islam, just hasn't said it publicly. Yeah. So he's pretty much a Muslim in private. Yeah. 
and then in public he's not. So technically is. Yeah, but, but until, until he says it, yeah, because Stephen Jackson is still. He could just. I've, I know a guy who said I'm Muslim, yeah. like, and he told me I took my shahada. And three weeks later, he stopped. Mm. It's the private. When you go public, then it's like this is my identity. Yeah. So Kyrie. S- Stephen Jackson's making an impact on the league. It's amazing. That bro. guy is I making an impact. He showed away when he converted and. La haula four. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I love it. What? Because he posts like That's his every post is like Asr or whatever, like of the yeah. the the prayer and then it's like hashtag. What is that? Haula four. Yeah, it's like la haula four. And then how it's like Ayn, it's a three backwards, yeah? yeah? Not the three backwards, like the, the three. three. Yeah. Um, his one is like La Hawla, and I don't know which letter in there, but he changed it to four. So it's like La Hawla four. It's legendary. Is it a W or something? Nah. I don't know what it is, but that guy <laughs> yeah. also has drip, bro. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, Thobes and stuff? That guy has Gucci Thobes, <laughs> Louis Thobes. He, he takes, he, he, he put Dean, yeah, and drip and culture together. But honestly, why not? Beautiful. And honestly, I'm all yeah. for it. Think about yeah. it. You know what I mean? If mm. that makes other people who are like, who love the dunya that much that yeah. they can't get rid of Louis yeah. and this and but that. I even love the dunya. It's like, why not? You're supposed to kind of enjoy your money, enjoy your clothes. There's no point of him having, no, he makes good money. But that's a form of da'wah in of itself. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like someone else thinking, oh, like all Muslims wear this cap and do and this Kyrie and do that. with that. Yeah, and 100%. You what, know? what I love about him, he's not just an ex-NBA player on social media and active. He has his own podcast and he's still interviewing NBA players right now. Yeah. And he's wearing the kufi as well, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. that's enough da'wah. All the smoke. And even Inshallah. when he first converted, I remember they were, he, they were talking to him about Islam and stuff. He goes, as soon as I converted, countless people, baseball, NFL, NBA started messaging me. Yeah. Because these guys, like, it's a part of their culture where it's like, maybe not them, but their uncle or their grandpa or some random guy, their mate at school, used to be Muslim. Yeah. So they, st- they, they know, like, how other people kind of view Islam. They're like, they know that's not true, you know, in the African community as well. So it's good that these guys are now kind of taking a step, especially Kyrie. Yeah, that's a big, that's a... Uh, I'm that's gassed. A He's, from, he's born in Melbourne, becomes Muslim. Come on, that's he's coming on the Oh, 100%. Yes, <laughs> Who are you taking for, Stephen Jackson or Curry? What do you mean, as a, as a guest? As a guest I on the episode. I you both off. <laughs> 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 that, good. that was the right answer. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, guess what? I'll tell him, take my smokers. <laughs> take all the books, take the room. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's legendary. Yeah. We should actually get him on. Stephen Jackson, if you are listening to Fair Dinkum, we're going to hit you up in oh, Charlotte. That's a stretch. Let's get him <laughs> to tag him in it. Yeah, 100% we'll get, get there. Hey, listen, we're also trying to get to 100 likes. <laughs> Smash the like. <laughs> but what yeah, else, what else has been trending? Irving. With sports and stuff. Jake you Paul, Ben Askram. You guys seen the fight? Oh, about them. I heard about it. Yeah. That's he the house domain. What an embarrassment, bro. How's that an embarrassment? Because Ben Askren went into a fixed fight. Oh, Ben was an embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. He went in there, didn't train, didn't do nothing. You know what happened? Yeah. George St. Pierre was talking about it with Joe Rogan. He goes, oh, Freddie Roach, because he's, he's Manny Pacquiao's um, boxing coach. He's one of the best boxing coaches. Yeah. Um, Basically, asked him. He goes, oh, because they put up videos of Ben training with him. He's like, Tim, so what? Ben's training with you for this fight. So he's taking it serious. He goes, he came for a week. He didn't come back. No. <laughs> basically, he was doing some Instagram yeah. stunt. Just to show, hey, like, don't worry about it. Watch the fight. I'm not coming in here. I'm not trying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And basically, he went in there with his hands down and got clapped with a punch that you could have dodged any day of the week. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, props. He had the power to knock him down. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But come on, man. Yeah. He went in there, chubs. You went there not caring, bro. Yeah. Did he get a nice paycheck? He got paid, bro, for five, what? How five, was it? Two minutes? Five. For one minute and 59 seconds. How much? Just to enter the ring, 500,000. No, mil, mil, mil. 1.5 mil, bro. He said that's more than he's made all of his career 
in in combat sports. That him. one minute and fifty nine seconds. What's the point of training? No, I don't. Look, 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 I don't blame each, second, each ten seconds. But you could have done that and clapped the kid. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And shut him up. Just for some pride bro, as well. Bro, he's talking. He's talking. You need some pride. Daniel Cormier, bro. Mm. You know what Daniel Cormier do to your head? Mm. Unless Daniel Cormier falls into the same rabbit hole, gets paid and runs off. Yeah. See, well, that, that, that seems like the trend now. Mm. Yeah. Because he's fighting people with a question mark on them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can he? Or can but that, that, from you know? a marketing point of perspective. That's it's smart. That's it's very, very smart. You know what I mean? Take yeah. the fights you can. Like I was listening to Max Kellerman's interview and Stephen A and him were debating this. You know what I mean? And one of them was on one side of the fence and whatnot. And it's like, you take the fight, get the money, yeah? And keep fighting and getting the money. You know what I mean? But in terms of how legitimate of a boxer or legitimate of a fighter he is, we won't know till he actually fights someone. Mm. Yeah. I think, and that's his that's his argument as well with the Ben thing. It goes, I fought someone that has fought before. Yeah. You know what I mean? As yeah, someone has but fought he's before. He's a wrestler, mm. so we don't know whether or not he's gonna beat Jake Paul. Mm. Jake Paul's a boxer now, apparently. Yeah, and Ben Askren's a wrestler, mm. and he's a wrestler who decided to do stand up work as well now. So. We don't know. He might be a natural because he did MMA. He's like, shut up, man. Do you see the way that he looked? There was like memes Talk about him. It's like, this guy, yeah, he's like, he's weighing, looked better than him after the fight. <laughs> what? Bro, I was <laughs> like, did you see how he looked? Uh, Dude, I ben Askren. Ben yeah. Askren was funny, man. He had, bro, he had better love handles than I did, man. Allah and had some nice ones as well. Bro. And he, him with his nonchalant act and like, hey, like, like him trying to make Jake Paul seem like he's some crazy dude and whatnot. Mm. Like the the kid took it seriously. Yeah. Like like he he said like I'm gonna work hard. Like I'm pretty sure. Honestly, he, did he needs to if he wants more fights. Mm. So good on him. Respect for that. He d- he did his bit. Do you know what I mean? But was it really? It's not his like. It's not his forte. He hasn't grown up doing it, or like he might claim he has. Oh. But now for him, he's trying to make as much money as he can. Bro, listen. You know? I'll make it simple for you. But you everyone's know what a sport. It is? It's what? a circus. It is a circus. Bro, sure. how did you have those girls from TikTok come in and hand <laughs> you a title? And how did you have a massive robot in the background following you at the weigh-ins? Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. What sort of stuff yeah. are you on? Bro, why was sport. there a robot? This is your sport, remember Nah, cuz. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Boxing. Listen, 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 yeah. listen, listen. It's actually a joke, bro. It's yeah. actually a joke. Tyron Woodley's dead now, yeah? I love this. He's you know dead. I love this right now? Because Sahel considered himself He's to passionate. be a purist, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and I respect him because he knows his stuff, yeah? And there was a lot of debate, like this guy is disrespecting the whole MMA, the whole fighting scene. And to see Sahela work that so right now. Bro, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. Don't get me wrong. You got your money, bro. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Well, I get it. But if you are claiming to be so good, I beg you, just go fight. Go fight Tyron Woodley. Yeah. I bet, and he's on his downhill, so you might have a chance. Because he's not he's not riding a, he doesn't have massive confidence in himself right For now. Sure. You know? And Tyron Woodley's a smaller fighter than him. Mm-hmm. Go fight Tyron Woodley. Mm. I beg you. Mm. Take one of his right hands. Just take one of them. If you take on a... Chi- bro, I'll you respect you. Yeah. I'll pay for the pay-per-view the next one. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Would you pay for a Connor versus Jake pay-per-view? <laughs> bro, I'll clap both of them, bro. Stop for a while, I see, man. These guys... Pause, pause, pause. Bro, I can't stand Connor McGregor, bro. That guy, like I was saying, yeah. he created the circus. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah he started yeah? it. And guess what? The circus gets views, bro. Yeah, it, it does. It gets, yeah. it gets people watching. It. Circus is half the sport. Yeah, it's yeah. half the sport as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, bro. That's why Mike Tyson was saying on his podcast for a hot minute. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was claiming the, yeah. the Paul Brothers, Loki, or like the YouTube scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? With KSI starting and whatnot, revived the, 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 the world of boxing. You know what I mean? Because he went from a place where it was sort of dying. You know what I mean? You had just a couple of big names. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you had like guys like Ryan you know coming up and Back whatnot. Back in the days, those personalities. Personalities is where you kind of like have a connection with the boxer or with the fighters. Like, I like him because X, Y, and Z. Connor, 
before like these YouTubers. He was funny. People just people didn't even watch Connor highlights of the fight. People watch Connor's comments Wait, on YouTube. Yeah. His weigh-ins and it's like Connor, water Connor funny Connor moments. Yeah, funny, funny moments. Funny comments. Yeah. That's what you watch. Yeah, I guess think about what, that. In terms of pay-per-view, Connor's up there. Excels. Yeah. And that's why it's like personality. So the YouTubers saw that and that's all they are. But Connor, don't take it away from him. He is a great fighter. Yeah. Excellent fighter. When it comes to big moments, you can't really name much past him, you know? That's that's how good he was as a fighter. Mm. I'm like I'm not disrespecting mm. him. But the whole the As whole, a person he's the whole charades behind it and all that sort of stuff, bro. But the Jake Paul thing, bro, that 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 fight, just watching Snoop Dogg commentating. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got TikTok girls and TikTok guys coming in the ring handing him the title and getting G'd up. Bro, they bro there's a guy with nail polish on in this <laughs> with, What are you doing, bro? Bro, they didn't even put the belts on properly. <laughs> Did you see that? And then there's that massive, like I was saying, that massive robot is just chilling in the background. Doing, bro. Because he tried getting some sympathy for that. Because apparently like his security guard or his box or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And died. then the, so the in the background. <laughs> he died? Is that yeah, what? He had like a security guard or what? What was it? Say it. It was um, he, he bought a robot, that whole thing. Yeah. That's because he said when he came for the walk, he was like, oh, Football team has mascot, NBA has yeah, 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 yeah. Best gods, yo. And guess what? Well, like, we're talking about right now. He's doing his job, so I respect him for that. So Imagine where the sports are going in a couple of years, bro. This is what this this is what I'm gonna say, yeah. Just imagine what goes up, start getting mascots. What goes up, bro? You know what? If someone comes out of a mascot, <laughs> hey, I'm training him when I fight him. <laughs> if that happens, yeah, I'm that, gonna fight <laughs> I'll get a mascot, bro. Nah, that, that, <laughs> Come nah. on, bro. That's actually crazy. Oh, no, man, like, I don't, don't want to sound like a hater or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. obviously. All no, power I actually understand where you're coming bro. from. All power to everyone who's getting their money here. Yeah, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, I might one be getting cut because of that. One and a half? Bro, he got more than, than Askren, bro. How much? He probably got like Who, nine or ten. Who, Jake? Nine, ten. What? Jake? Five? Nah, he wasn't split Five. down the middle. It wasn't split down the middle. He he got he more of a bag. He got more of a bag, and he won as well, hundred yeah. percent. And he's a, he's the name, fam. Twelfth time mm. in like pay per views. It hasn't been exactly confirmed, bro. You know what I'm loving 12th? from all of this as well, huh? No, it's not seventh. I double checked before today. Yeah, I double checked. I double checked. Seventh You're is one point. Double check. It was like two point something million. I had to because I said it the other day, Jake and he Paul said seventh. Fan. I'm like, that's too high up there. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like a lot of my Connor, Connor, Mike Tyson, and whatnot. But they know why he's been saying it. it might Where's be my money, of, Dana? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might <laughs> be a load of, it might be a load of uh, ish. What? But their beef? No, no, not the beef. The the money they're saying that they made. On top of that, he's talking about the pay per view buys. Mm. He's talking about on top of that, he's talking about the the, the actual fight itself being yeah. fixed. He's like, look, I'm not running a, I'm not running a, a circus yeah. because I'm running a place with actual athletes. Yeah. You know, it's actually a sport. I rate that though. That's a charade. That's a circus, you know? Yeah. That was what he was talking about. Bro, if you watch that and then you put it into comparison with the Usman versus Masvidal event That's that was one. on, mm. bro, what an event. Some guy broke his leg. Some some lady ah, got head kicked, knocked out. Yeah, Someone got absolutely blessed, bro. What a right hand! Yeah. Oh, oh my lord! You know, hey, you know, I watched that and watched that and wa I sent a link to a group chat. Yeah. I didn't send no links. They paid for it. <laughs> 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 they paid for it. And one of the boys hopped on, yeah, the fight as it just happened. He goes, Alhamdulillah, that I saw it. Just That just was a nice boom. Mm. It, everything about it was just like, the fundamentals yeah. was just right there. While I laughed, himself street Jesus. The guy was holy water. The guy was laughing in Osman's face as well, just before that. Like, mm. as he's acting cocky and so. He does. That's what yeah. Masvidal does, bro. 
Oh, but they fought. They fought like men as well. They fought. Yeah. You know what the thing is? The thing is, when you walk into a fight and you think you're like the man, you're no, no, not the the man's fine, yeah. But when you feel like you're untouchable and you're disrespecting mm. a guy who's actually a champion, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think I fucked it? No, 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 I spilled yeah. so much water, and water. on this carpet. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you think you're untouchable, yeah, and you come in as yeah, no one's ever clapped me, no one's ever knocked me out, nobody's done anything to me. You know, I'm good. Yeah. He comes in, bro. He got chin twice in the first round, and he got kind of stumbled a little bit. And then I looked at him and I'm like, bro, put your hands up. What's wrong with you? Like, Usman, you know what he did to Gilbert Burns in the last fight? What? Gilbert Burns quit in the second round. Jeez. He got hit with a straight right. Bro, you know what a straight right does? A straight right sets you up for a hook. Mm. If you're knocking somebody out with a setup, that right hand must be absolutely amazing. Magnificent. Mm. Magnificent. You know how far he reaches with that right hand as well? Yeah. Amazing, bro. Mm. Not only did he get it to the full extent, yeah. but he clapped him and he pushed him, put him down as well, and then kept hammer kept fist. Going bro, hammer fist, that's all. Bro, amazing. It was beautiful. Bro, amazing, bro. And just his look on his face, he was yeah. not expecting he was that. Well. He should have went to Dana White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, he looked at him. And plus, you can see it as yeah. it's coming, but you can't do nothing. That's probably the worst part of it all. It's like, you know this is going to be yeah. that that nice knockout. Do you know what it is? He's talking about how he's getting better <laughs> as, an as, as, as a fighter. Wallah mm -hmm. al-Azim. The first time I watched this guy against Tyron Woodley, I was like, oh, wrestler. Here we go again. Usman? Yeah, Usman, yeah. yeah. Comes in, next fight. I think he was wrestling a little bit more again. Third fight, yeah, he's wrestling again. Fought Colby Covington. Stood on his feet and he broke that man's jaw. He made him quit. I was like, this guy is the real deal. But he needs another fight. He fights Mazu mm. Dalmak. Yeah. Then he fights um, Gilbert Burns mm. and he takes a mad shot. Takes out an amazing hook. Yeah. This guy falls. And he's just sitting there and he gets back up. Second round comes in. Hits him with that same right hand that mm. he hit Masvidal with. Yeah. And Gilbert Burns looked like he saw the devil. Yeah. He was there like this. He was there like, oh, what the hell? You could tell he was coming to that match with that same fundamental. From the get-go, he was just trying to make that. He was trying yeah. to land that. He was trying to well, land that. That's the strong suit. You, might, you have to use it. Fundamentals. Yeah. You never give up on the fundamentals. Yeah, just keep doing it. Excellent striking coach. Excellent yeah. striking coach. Yeah. Trevor yeah. Whitman's amazing. Yeah. What? Throw it, throw it. I'm doing a live reaction. Jake Paul on Twitter, well, challenge accepted. Usman, if your boss Dana gives you permission to box me and make more money than you ever have, <laughs> let me know and we can raise some guy. money. <laughs> I promise it will be your biggest payday. <laughs> he was taking, he was taking a piss. He was at the fight as well. This yeah, guy does not catch a break, bro. Hey. Yeah, anything to bet. He might make fifteen mil or something. Uh, but do you know, you know the thing about him? Why there's so much people listening to him or watching his fights? It's because he's bringing a different audience to the match. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot of people that already watch fights. Kids. They get <laughs> just the young kids to the fight. Kids, younger yeah. kids yeah. are like robots mm. and mascots. And TikTokers. I think I think with Jake Paul as well, he's trying to get over that the whole identity crisis thing. Mm. Like he's he still sees himself or he gets teased and like made fun of for being the Disney kid. You know what I mean? Like he tweeted, one of his tweets after the fight was finally transitioned. Um, what was it? Into into a professional fighter or something like that and he was showing his stats of his like 16. audience going from 16 year olds sorry 12 to 16 year olds or something like that to 30 year olds like 30 year olds are watch, watching him you know what I mean so that's probably his main objective out of all of this just to prove himself mm. change his audience yeah leads to destruction I believe but 
Yeah, yeah he's setting himself up for the massive. Hundred percent. I don't know why, but like this isn't me being a hater. I know I look, I obviously wish best for everyone. I don't care. Yeah. But I see him dying of a crack addiction soon. Mm. Like that's. <laughs> 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 that's <sounds bad. laughs> that sounds no, so bad. This guy doesn't want to talk about when if he wants to be in the prophet's time or what the prophet would say. <laughs> 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 no, hey, yeah, I you don't. know, you know, you know, with that life and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't surprise Cause me. Because, bro, he thrives off of attention, mm, man. Yeah, he does. Loves attention. Yeah, like, 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 for example, him. for example, yeah. when yeah, he like won God, the fight, he posted bro. that video to Instagram of him like throwing the dosh around and all that kind of stuff, and then he ends the video. No, it was to YouTube, and he ends the video saying, "Like I used to be um, a tiler or concreter for like ten dollars a day." <laughs> what an That's in America. In America? Start the from the bottom, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hello, man. What were you about to say? No, there was a video. Yeah. One of his high school mates posted. It's saying, we went to the same high school. <laughs> 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 he made a lot of money. In like oh a nice What? <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Exposed, bro. But anything for attention. Yeah. But I think uh, we'll leave the episode there. You guys reckon? Yeah. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> Super League. It's like, it's like <laughs> 11, yeah. 11 10. Let's, let's quit just talk about Super League real quick. Super League's <laughs> dead, obviously. It's it lasted 48 hours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Literally. domain, Ali. What's your thoughts, cuz? I was talking to you about it in the car the mm. other day, yeah? I honestly think there's like a hidden agenda. I was telling you. I haven't told you guys. I honestly think, yeah. Tell us so since it only lasted 48 hours, apparently like these English clubs, this is my thoughts. This is not reading Reddit, whatever. <laughs> so like the English clubs like all of a sudden confirmed yeah Super League and then what 48 hours all of a sudden all six leave it at once it, does, it just doesn't so make all sense all six I thought only a couple no the I top six all left they the all time? left it, like within okay. 48 hours okay. and I don't understand how like you can join a massive league and then all of a sudden leave with, like at least give it maybe a week or whatever it is like mm. show the reasons to it but I think one thing I was thinking is that they're just trying to put things in perspective for the fans like as in to appreciate the sport so as in <laughs> didn't work for the Arsenal boss <laughs> no it's never worked for Arsenal, Arsenal. <laughs> I can't talk for Arsenal fans bro but do you understand what I'm trying to say I know what like you mean like they're trying to put in perspective where it's I'll like be grateful you exactly appreciate the sport and like it's not as bad and obviously because fans aren't allowed at in the stadiums in most of the European countries so it's like they're just putting things in perspective I reckon there's a lot more about money than anything, bro. Yeah, yeah money talks as well. There was a lot of... Now there's going to be rumours for like five years. And I don't think it's just because of Shukr. I think, be great. No, I think they all cut him a check, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they, they, they all, they they all got cut a check, bro. You always have to cut a check. Yeah. Always. It's because one like aspect. You have to kill the idea. Exactly. That three months later, you're not going to try again. You have to always cut a check. Yeah, so that, that will help those yeah. clubs that have founded it, which is Real Madrid and Juventus, mm. who are in money struggles. Mm. Yeah, that's why they jumped to it. Mm. You know what I mean? But... It's I was so confused when everything happened. I was like, yo, what is going on? Like, every, everyone was I was hoping for it. I wanted to so see it. Something it new, will yeah. die out, bro. Yeah. See, as a guy who doesn't watch soccer, like, I thought to myself, first of all, what's wrong with it? Then until I started actually reading into it and I started seeing stuff like, oh, capitalism, the rich taking from the poor. I'm like, yo, I'm going to have to read this. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going back to humanities <laughs> class. <laughs> no, no, no. People actually, then I'm speaking about it. I'm like, what? Then I understood the whole concept of it. You mm, know what I mean? Bro. And then there was this... um. There was this podcast, like the you know Andrew Schultz, yeah, yeah, comedian, yeah, the comedian. Yeah, he he had a podcast and he really started speaking. I'm like, this guy doesn't <laughs> even watch soccer, but he made a good point. That the thing about Leicester, <laughs> Leicester being a team that was like unknown, yeah, and then they climbed, they won a championship or something like that, and a lot of money came with that. You know what I mean? So if you're not winning money, yeah, it's one of the beautiful stories of football, like how these other smaller clubs get opportunities to grow. Same yeah, as Western Bulldogs Premiership. What did the funny guy say? 
He said he um, Leicester. So he Leicester. spoke about Leicester? Oh, for a little bit, spoke about Leicester. That was one of the points I took away from it. It's yeah. like Leicester won the championship and then with that came money and then yeah. they could like get better plays and whatnot. Yeah. And it just makes everything better. Then yeah. when you got a league like Super League, and mind you, I'm speaking from ignorance. I don't know what the yeah. hell I'm speaking about. But when you got a Super League and just the top are always going to be on the top, yeah. I understand. It, to an extent, it gets boring. But I'm thinking from the point of perspective, if I saw LeBron James yeah, going at it with Steph Curry in week in, week out, I'd love that. But it isn't like too much of a good thing a bad thing? Well, well, no well. sports. Listen, as long as Jake Paul's <laughs> not playing for any of the football teams, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I went deep with sports, yeah? Don't, <laughs> bro, don't go and get me KSI and, and, and YouTubers now to come play in the Super League. Then I'm happy. Would I'll you watch any day of the week, bro. Yeah. Huh? Come on, man. They don't bring yeah. you... Bro, oh, I trained football for two weeks. Now, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm a footballer. Yeah. Axe, man. Oh, that's true. Well, like, that's God, true. Bro. That's true. There's, there's an art to these things, man. You have to be... You have to be... You can't just... Oh. You have to be Kobe at 16. Exactly I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that story. I'll send it to you, boys. That's why with Max Kellerman on that same podcast, I was speaking about like with boxers as well. If Jake was to fight a boxer, like an amateur boxer, like someone who's like a grassroots went up to it, now he's doing amateur boxing, he'd get knocked out because they're doing all the fundamentals from the get go. You know what I mean? Like the everything just becomes subconscious. You've been doing some boxing. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> you trying I to fight Jake there, Paul? <laughs> Pull him out. Call out Jake Paul. Call out Jake Paul now. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, any of the Logan Paul brothers. <laughs> and you can get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're at the episode there. Assalamualaikum, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Um, make sure to like, share, subscribe. Do you guys want to say anything before we end the episode? No. Make the most of the last 10 days of Ramadan. Be conscious of that. What if this was your last Ramadan? Boom. Hashtag. Yeah. What was the hashtag again, Sus? Hashtag. Yeah, better hashtag. I forgot the hashtag. Don't worry about what the hashtag. What if it was your last Ramadan? There's a bit of a twist to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. If you're on Twitter, we don't have Twitter. So we'll somehow see it. Mm. But write a hashtag, what if this is your last Ramadan? Let's get it trending on Twitter. <laughs> All 340 of you guys. You belittled them. We love all of you. We love all of you. We had a, we had a chat about that. We'll don't worry. We appreciate you all. Thank Sorry, you very much. Peace.